Podcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dubac Discussion Podcast. Your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews. With your hosts, TJ Bowser and Jared Bachman Stubbs. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Do Back Discussion Podcast. This is your host, TJ Bowser, and joining me, as always, finally back together again, Jared, the Dark Jedi. <laughs> hey, guys, how's it going? Had to go on some uh, solo missions, the both of us, but now we're back. So it is March 19th, 2019, and we are, Jared, how far away? Too damn far away. Too damn far away from episode nine. There's not even a and point of counting down anymore. It's too it's too it's, sad. It's too damn far. It's Until it's the day before, it's too damn far. Yeah, we'll report on it next when it's the day before. So, <laughs> Jared, before we get balls deep in Star Wars news, uh, what did you do this week, buddy? Uh, I have been getting ready for my little sister's birthday party. We're doing her party. Um on the 24th mm-hmm. uh just because it's you know easiest time scheduling wise and we're doing like a big like um like a huge candy world type deal like we're just like making like just putting a ton of candy all over the place i will send you pictures you'll see what i'm talking about and we're working on making like a huge life-sized candy land board right now that's dope um, yeah, my mom, my, my family did something similar to that for me. Whenever I was little, we did like a Willy Wonka theme party, That's and cool. it was basically the like, same deal. Um, same thing as this time around. Only we're not like limiting ourselves to like Wonka, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be cool. I'm really excited for it. And then I turn 21 next Monday. <laughs> Yeet! I might have to make a trip down and get y'all fuckered up. <laughs> the Coronas well, I- are on me. The correct. Oh, geez. <laughs> I know. Um, my mom has made the decision that my, the day of my 21st birthday is going to be her, my dad, a couple family friends, and then my buddy, Kaysen. And we're all going out to the rivers. Oh. Because Kaysen was like, my Kaysen is my only friend aside from you, but I don't see you very often uh-uh. in the flesh. Um, but that uh Kason's like my only friend who's 21. Uh-huh. So like he's the only person who we can like actually bring along and be like, okay, let's all get fucked up together. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so this week I got stuff for cosplay. I worked a lot and just making moves on the Gormore spectrum of things. Uh, making moves, that's right. Uh little moves, not nothing to write home about. Uh, but we moves are moves, moves are moves. Things will grow. Uh, that's what Jared tells all of his girls. Uh, <laughs> that that was fucking mean. That was not. That was uncalled for. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Chad's that. losing it right now when he's listening. <laughs> so that was uncalled for. That was me. I thought we were friends. You were the chosen one. <laughs> you were my brother. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, uh, but we we'll, we have a whole discussion topic later about future cosplay stuff. So yes, let's buckle up, baby, and move into our first topic. 
Oh, it feels so good to be back. We I know. are doing a proper episode. Yes. Uh, episode nine footage. Talk about it, Jared. All right. So recently, um, Lucasfilm had their shareholders meeting. Um, they showed uh, the footage for a lot of different upcoming projects of theirs. Um, they had the uh, um, stuff from upcoming Disney movies, upcoming Marvel movies, uh, all kinds of stuff. But what f- concerns us here on the Dubak Discussion podcast is that they had some footage from episode nine. Mm-hmm. Um, they had this same guy on uh, Steel Wars. If you want to go ahead and listen to that episode of Steel Wars, that'll give you a good, uh, you know, if you want to hear a more in-depth take on it. Um, so we are just going to jump into this article. Uh, and this is basically like compilation of his tweets and all of them summed up about what he saw. In an abandoned hangar, there is a blockade runner. In a starship hangar, an explosion knocks stormtroopers around. In a bright white room, which might be the interior of a rebel blockade runner, or perhaps something akin to Darth Vader's meditation chamber, Kylo Ren looks down at a box that opens to reveal the charred remains of Darth Vader's helmet. Notably, Kylo Ren is not wearing his own helmet and looked pretty much the same as he did in The Last Jedi. Which makes me happy because I want to keep that scar. In the Millennium Falcon, Ray, Finn, and Poe share the screen with another character who couldn't be identified. There's a brief look at Billy D. Williams, Lando Calrissian, whom he whom we haven't seen since 1983's Return of the Jedi. Finn is seen in the abandoned-looking interior of a ship. Ray holds Chewbacca's bowcaster and separately walks through an alien marketplace. As far as behind-the-scenes looks go. He could only recall a scene that showed actress Daisy Ridley jumping and doing a somersault high up in the air attached to wires with a lightsaber. When someone asked if there was any footage that included the Knights of Ren, uh, Ladwig responded, no, nothing like that. I'm sure you can hear millions of fanboys crying out in disappointment. That's all for that's all for so far. If we hear more detailed descriptions, we'll update this article. Star Wars Episode Nine arrives in theaters on December 20th, 2019, a.k.a. too fucking long. Um, but yeah, uh, that is really interesting and really cryptic footage. Like, I <laughs> love that anything could be happening by the sound of this. Uh-huh. Um, what interests me the most is the, is the knowledge that Daisy Ridley is doing wire work. Mm-hmm. Because... One of my biggest like wants moving forward in in the sequels and just in the franchise period. Are you about to talk about uh, Ray doing cool things? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, Mary Sue alert. Mary Sue okay. alert. Okay. Shut the, fuck up. Shut the fuck up. No. Yeah. Seriously though. Seriously though. When's the last time we saw a force jump? It's been a while. Uh, part three, maybe. The last force jump I remember is Luke leaping back onto the sail barge in Jedi. So it's been like two movies with like, Oh, you're talking about continuity, not release. I say the last release. Yeah, actually, you know what? No, we can talk about star Wars rebels. Then if you want to talk about release, 
Well, I'm talking like live action. Then. Live like, action, then? It hasn't been done since Sail Barge. But was that a force jump, or is that just him being really good with acrobatics? Well, there comes a point where when you're force sensitive, they're one and the same. What where, if like, Mark Hamill's just that all good, All of though? that stuff goes into the force sensitivity, you know? Mm-hmm. But my thing is, like, we haven't seen any of, like, the really cool force-based physical augmentation. Mm-hmm. You know, like aside from like Kylo using the force to like not die or freeze shot in, in thin air. Well, no, no, no. I'm not talking about force powers. I mean, like the physical augmentation, like force speed, enhancing your own strength, your durability, stuff like that. Mm. Like we haven't seen people like use. So the Kylo's force actually a very- pussy and uses the force to make himself badass. <laughs> I thought you were a sequelist. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm just triggering you, that's all. You are. I'm, I'm, a, triggered, I'm a triggered little lib right now. I don't like it. Um, but I, I just... I, the, the fact that it sounds like Ray's going to be doing some like force acrobatics. Uh-huh. Like I don't want it to go over the top like the prequels did. Mm. Even though I love it. Like I don't need like the crazy, like you know... Sheet Alpatine 720 degree corkscrew thing with Ray. Um, but I would very much enjoy seeing a uh, a return to form and have like a really nice balance between the over the top choreography and the uh, super grounded, super brutal choreography we've had in the sequels. And if there's a nice middle ground there, that excites me. Um, that and I hope Kylo still has a scar. Yes, of course. I hope he does. I mean, continuity, bro. So they can explain it away as him healing it, like, like Bacta or whatever. But still, like it's Luke badass. had scars and he healed with Bacta all the time. <laughs> yeah, his were also more like black eyes, though. Like there wasn't like a very like deep flesh wound on his face or anything. His face got fucked up after four because of that car accident and it became part of his well, character. Yeah, but oh. <laughs> actually, George Lucas said he did not write the Wampa scene into Empire because of Luke or because of Mark Hamill's car accident. Like that just those two things just happened to be oh. like that was already in the script. I see. And I was just like, OK, well, I guess we have a reason to explain why Luke's face is fucked up. Can we talk about this fucking Battlefront stuff and how cool it is now? <laughs> yes. yes <laughs> OK, so Battlefront 2 community transmissions infiltrator. Reinforcements. So we're getting an art trooper for those fucking casuals. That's an advanced recon commando. Uh, <laughs> and on the separate side, we're getting BX series droid commandos. Uh, you can see them a lot in the Clone Wars for you fucking casuals. Also, both units will be part of the new infiltrator reinforcement class that will be have their own star cards for their abilities. And let's see some animatics. Oh, give me a Rex. Give me a fucking Captain Rex right now. I hope that like we can uh, slap some of the appearances on these guys yes. so that we can make them look like some of the clone captains. You know, like the 501st one? <laughs> yeah, like I want to throw the 501st one on this one and just be like, hey, I'm playing as Rex, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because he dual wields anyway. So let's go. If we put the 212th, are we Cody then? No, because the 212th on the heavy looks like Cody. So you can just like if you want to play as Commander Cody, just play right. as a heavy trooper. But also, you got to remember with some of these appearances come little different differences in the armor too. I've noticed. 
Yeah, so, depending. Yeah. yeah, but I but judging by the looks of it, you could probably get away with like slapping a five hundred first on the arc trooper and being like, "Hey, I'm oh I'm for Captain sure." Next now looks just like him. Uh the arc trooper is a gung ho attacker that rushes into battle wielding his trusty DC seventeen pistols. Yet, yes, you read that correctly. Pistols, double wielding, dual wielding. This can be dual wield pistols and fire them independently, effectively doubling his fire range. So I'm going to guess you're going to sacrifice zooming in for uh, left trigger and right trigger going. With short range blasters, this trooper needs something. Uh, real real quick, yes. TJ, I think I missed that. How do you do it again? Uh, left trigger and right trigger, and you go. Okay, I was just making sure I heard okay. you right. Uh, short-range blasters this troop needs something more versatile for distant foes. To extend his reach, the Arc Trooper's Power Blast ability overcharges his primary pistol to fire a powerful blast, giving his otherwise short-to-medium-ranged arsenal a ranged attack that can be useful against vehicles. Aim your shot well, and it might do just as well against an enemy villain, too. Uh, he has a helmet scanner, which lowers his rangefinder. This emits continuous scan pulses to reveal enemies. That'll be cool. Also, uh, when encountering an enemy, the Arc Trooper can even the odds with the Shock Trap. Okay. Now we're talking. Now, did they call these something else in the Clone Wars? No. They're just Arc Troopers. Oh, these are like Commando Droids or something. Oh, yeah. The, the droids are called Commando Droids. But okay. I think that, But I think it's also one of those situations where there's like the overly... Um, technical term and then there's just like the easy one that everybody uses wow like clankas and droids <laughs> yeah it's just a version of star wars slang that's in the middle ground yeah okay. the bx droid like, commando is- droid is just the shorter version of bx commander droid you know yes the bx droid is arguably one of the most lethal units in the separatist army armed with a modified e5 blaster rifle commonly used by b1 battle droids the bx trades rate of fire for higher precision and long-range encounters so the arc troopers close is deadly close up and this is deadly far away. Yeah, which okay. works. With the modified I also like the vibro blade that the uh um or the vibro sword that the commando droid has a lot. That's my favorite thing. Uh so uh with the modified blaster covering the BX at long range also wields a vibro sword to get to the edge needs to excel in close quarters combat. Uh, there's a Sinister Strikes ability. Uh, the BX droid can unleash up to three sword strikes in a row before requiring brief cooldown. That'll be cool. Uh, there's a Smoke Screen ability. Throws a smoke bomb down, kind of similar to Lando's type deal. Uh, thermal Vision, which will probably be like Lando's Thermal Vision. Uh, see through walls and shit, you know. Yeah. Pretty much just makes him a badass, just like the R Trooper. Uh, all five cards are shared between both units. Uh, evasive, plus one combat roll, desperation, reduces ability, recharge time. Interrogation, forcefully reveals nearby enemy locations by using opponent melee strikes. Acquisition, enemies dealing damage to you will temporarily be marked. Stalker, regain health when defeating an enemy. Uh, yeah, this is going to be the tits. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, the same day that we'll be recording my first <laughs> one of the podcast. Top, one of the top comments is, where are those droidicas? Queen of another herself. But no, yeah, this goes live uh, March 26th, which I'm really excited for, as well as the uh, new huge game mode. 
And uh, they also snuck this in there that uh, Count Dooku's pajama skin will also be coming to the game on March 26th. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I'm, still, I'm still waiting on my Clone Wars Anakin skin, but in the meantime, I can play as Dooku and his jam. We are getting that Anakin skin, though, right? They haven't confirmed anything, but I can only assume that they will. Yeah. We need it. So, Queen Shadow and Age of Republic. So... Yeah, I uh, I did a review for both Queen's Shadow and all of the Age of Republic comics uh, on the Dubac Discussion website, www.dubacdiscussion.net. Um, they were both all excellent. Um, I had a really good time with them. I figured we could do like a little bit of a recap here. Um, with uh, Age of Republic, uh, it, it is probably one of the best pieces of like – non-film material we've gotten in the canon so far mm-hmm. uh it, it for those of you who don't know it was ba- it was basically a series of one shots that all took place during the prequel clone war era yeeter so it, so it fought so there was an issue that followed qui-gon one that followed darth maul one that followed obi-wan one that followed jango fett there was a special edition that had like three different stories in it. So there was one about Mace Windu, Ventress, and then a, t- a team up between Captain Rex and Jar Jar, yes, which was the which confirmed one. Darth Jar Jar. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. Um, then there was an Anakin one, a Dooku one, a Padme one, and a Grievous one. All of them were great. Uh, there was seriously not a bad one in the bunch. Like I've, I never wanted to put any of these comics down. Um, and that's the cool thing is in Star Wars Explained put it perfectly. He's like, they feel like the really personal episodes of the Clone Wars, but a comic book. Mm-hmm. And you'd have those episodes that are just completely divergent from the normal story and the war. And kind of like do back episodes. <gasps> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> the only continuity is hearing our voices. <laughs> yeah. Well, not in that regard, but just in the way that it just kind of like, hey, like, here's just a solo adventure of this one character just so you can get to know them. Yes. Um, and it was a lot of that with Age of Republic. Um, uh, very soon, I believe April 6th is when Age of Rebellion starts, which I'm very excited for. Uh, I, However, Jody Hauser has left some really big shoes to fill. That woman is one of my favorite comic writers after reading Age of Republic. Like, damn. It sh- that series was so freaking good. I was impressed with Your it. Your reviews for that beautiful. series were so freaking good. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> you know, it, they're, they're good because I'm reviewing excellent material. Like, <laughs> it's, it's really easy to just start gushing over these stories. Um, but yeah, I'll be reviewing Age of Rebellion once that starts up. I'm also going to be doing the uh, Darth Vader Dark Visions miniseries. Uh, which is like taking a look at Darth Vader from like different different people's points of view. Um, the first issue was um, this like group of like uh, un like uh, uh, what's the word like un I want to say uncivilized, but like it was like a group of basically cave people mm-hmm. who saw Darth Vader fight this huge monster on their planet and like were like, oh, Darth Vader's our savior now, not realizing everything you know you could kind of say that about the all right and the donald trump presidency (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> but I, I really just brought that up, and that really makes sense. <laughs> well, this guy talks say, like us. He must think like us, too. Donald yeah, Trump he, 2016. He, he, he talks like he's about to have a fucking stroke, so I guess he's just as fucking retarded as the rest of us. Um, no, here, here's my thing. Here's my here's what I will say to that. The alt right know what he believes and know how he feels. Mm-hmm. They know his origin story. These people just saw a badass kill a huge monster that was terrorizing them and went, "Oh, okay." So, but I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. But uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Age of Rebellion. Um, but on the other side of the coin with actual book books, um, Queen's Shadow came out earlier this month. And uh-huh. my God, it is. I was expecting it to be good. I was not surprised that it was good. I was surprised by how good it was. And my biggest takeaway from that book was. Padme finally has a character. <laughs> Like your 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 hatred for Padme. <laughs> no, I don't. I like Padme. I love Padme, but it just it frustrated me in the movies, and because George Lucas, like, not that it was he did it deliberately, but like Padme ultimately ended up being like a prop in stories about Anakin most of the time. Or in Clone Wars, she was a prop in stories about Jar Jar. I wish she was a prop in a sex scene between her and Anakin. Then we could get some Stop, real fucking stuff going on. TJ, you didn't need to say that. Why did you have to say that? Why, why, why did you do that? Why? Because you get to talk about Raylo, but I can't talk about uh, Panikin. So. It's Annie Dalla. It is Annie Dalla. Thank you. Not Pattykin. Annie Dalla is the correct ship. You mean <laughs> fucked up pedophile Padme? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. So watching them bang can is kind of fucked shirts? up in can and of Can we make itself. shirts for Dubak that's called like Leaving Naboo? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Leaving Neverland? I'm not serious. I'm making a joke. <laughs> that is funny. really fucked up. I would, not, I would not want my name attached to that. Yes, we should do this now. Leaving Naboo instead of Leaving Neverland. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anakin's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know why. He just uh, loves her so much. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing about their relationship is like it's kind of weird. Because it's like, you know, like Weird Al said, she's he's just nine and she's 14. Uh-huh. Um, but like flash forward 10 years, Anakin's the really creepy one. Mm-hmm. Like he's the one who's like touching her back and shit. Like, exactly. That was the right noise. <laughs> that was the right noise to make at Attack of the Clones, Anakin and Padme. Um <laughs> By the third movie, she just accepted that she's banging the. By the kid. third movie, she's just that that uh, I. <sighs> anyway, um, but, that, but that's that's Padme at her worst. That is Padme at her worst. This is the best interpretation of Padme I've seen, because it is her as this young uh, upstart politician, and the enti- she goes into her time as a senator. 
complete being everyone is completely skeptic of her because mm-hmm. they no one trusts her because they're like you turn the senate on their head whenever you came out of fucking nowhere with your vote of no confidence in Valorum. so everyone goes in looking at her like you know she has like the crazy outfits and the crazy makeup and the you know this whole entourage and again like she turned the senate on its head no one trusts her going in but very quickly, she befriends Bail Organa and Mon Mothma and um, Lux Bonteri's mother. Like, it's, uh, you know, you get to see Rush Clovis in there. And, like, Rush Clovis just randomly kisses her and she tells him to fuck off and it's great. Um, but it's not great that he, like, assaulted her, but it's great that, like, Padma handled it the way that she did. Clarify that, because that sounded bad. Um <laughs> They're like, go rush, go assault the queen. No, um, it's just a, it's an excellent ca- character study of Padme. And again, like you, we, the movies and everything else tell us that she is a very compassionate person with a great political mind. This book actually shows us that, and shows us how brilliant she is and how politically savvy she is. And that's why I loved it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, go read my uh, review for Queen's Shadow if you want a more in-depth look at it. Um, like I said, it's a great book and definitely pick it up because it is a great time. So, uh, what the fuck is this? EA expanding Star Wars teams? Yeah, so this is just the quickie story that we can just kind of throw out there. Quickie. Um, <laughs> you're such a fucking idiot. Keep going. Um, no, it's like you, you, it's every time like I, I cringe, but I also want to laugh at you. And I'm like, why the fuck did he do that? Like, I wasn't ready for just, you know, it's a quickie, you know, like I have this image of you in my head of you just gyrating, playing with your nipples. Like every time I say something retarded. Fucking right. <laughs> How'd you know I was playing with my nipples, weirdo? <laughs> Why am I the weirdo? Because I know. Wait, you know hold on. I think people need to appreciate this is our first episode back together, and it's still just yes, the same. Like we picked too, up. Yeah. So. Between there's a lot of there's a lot of fuckery to catch up on because we've been off for two weeks, <laughs> and we haven't been talking much in the chat, so we're making it up. Yeah, now. like it's just it's you know it's been business between us, and I was just like, hey, you want to just get retarded on the chat? <laughs> um, so. Yes, continue but, the yeah, expanding so they're, teams thing. No, they're expanding their Star Wars division. Um, they're bringing on a new producer, more artists, more stuff like that. Uh, and it sounds like they're gearing up for more and more Star Wars games. Um, you know, like I said, there's not much to that story outside of the fact that, you know, they're expanding the Star Wars division at EA. Um, Disney said in their, uh, excuse me, uh, said in their investors call a month or so ago that they have no plans on, uh, severing ties with ea and it sounds like ea is just going to step up their game moving forward which is all they made really bank on battlefront 2 who cares about that fucking launch that, that fucking game sold and the continuation of the support from the developer for that game has caused that game to be extremely successful fuck that whole loot crate gate thing at the beginning fuck that who okay cares? well that is still an issue well not that it's an issue in the game still but that really hurt the game at launch it the sales were good enough for Disney to maintain a relationship with EA, especially moving forward with Jedi Fallen Order. 
it's just going to be it's going to be great because we're going to start seeing more and more Star Wars content coming out and I hopefully we do eventually get this open world Star Wars game similar to something like Skyrim or Fallout that we honestly I feel like we we need and I feel like that would uh, open up some the door to so many possibilities and I think a single player Star Wars game something that we're used to and we'll talk about a little bit later uh is something that we need in fandom right now I I totally agree I didn't I I just want good games. Yes. I am so excited for Fallen Order that, you know, I want a lightsaber in my hand and I want to fuck shit up. For our last little bit here, Oscar Isaac talks about episode nine and how the movie concludes Leia and Poe's story in C-3PO's bigger role. So pretty much he was, he said, I wasn't surprised because I remember what we were, oh, well, sorry, uh, Oh, he about he talked about how the decision to fit Leia back into the story. He said, I wasn't surprised because I remember what we were doing and, what, and we worked a lot. Carrie and I worked together so much. We would talk about the scenes and we would go very and we got very tight during the shooting of that. So it was a beautiful thing to see and get carried over into episode nine as well. It was definitely an unusual thing, but I th- also think it was right to engage with her character and not just let it be with something that fades away. It gives Leia a proper place of honor. Uh, there's a video that goes in with this uh, serious XM insight. Uh, one day, Jared, uh, the notoriously tor- <laughs> secret of JJ Abrams will likely in- has likely informed Isaac, which unused scenes between he and Fisher are going to be used in the movie. Yeah. So he probably like has a very good basic. So pretty much this is just going to go over uh, Leia and Poe in episode nine and what they think it could be. And then C-3PO playing a bigger role. What was talked about that, Jared? Uh, uh, hold on. I lost the article for a second. Let me pull it back up. Well, speaking with uh, John Flux... Fux... What? <laughs> Fug... Fugslang? What the hell? Yeah, I just I I, well, I just, speaking I, with John on a radio show to promote his latest. Yeah, I just show, read Netflix that. Is, yeah, okay. I what like I'm just trying to figure out like where it says anything about C3PO having a larger role. Oh, also Isaac appeared on the Tonight Show and shared. With I was Jimmy about to Fallon. say I saw his interview with Jimmy Fallon. So Anthony Daniels wrapped on the same day and as he did for episode nine. And from his wording, we can conclude that C3PO will have a much bigger role in that movie, especially compared to the previous two installments. Okay, that'll be good. That'll be that'll be excellent. We need the comic See, relief. I will say this much though, as someone who did watch the Tonight Show interview, um I didn't get that from what he said. I I didn't get that 3PO would have a bigger role. I just got more like this is Anthony Daniels last time in the gold suit. So, everybody kind of like had a moment of like congratulations on your run. Yeah. But that's just me. That's how I interpreted that interview. And that but, doesn't even necessarily mean that this is going to be the last time we see C-3PO. No, Or the last time that we see Anthony Daniels in a Star Wars film, because he was in Solo. As another he character. Was in, he was even in Attack of the Clones as a different character. Oh. Uh, he made a cameo in the bar. He was there with Ahmed Best. Oh. And that's how you win the schmone out. I'm coming for you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. So, anything else you want to talk about <laughs> episode nine before we get on to our discussion points? Um, just I'm so excited. This movie can't come soon enough, yes. and I'm gonna cry a lot. Oh, there will be many tears. 
I'm gonna cry a lot. Like it's it's gonna be mostly crying. I will make a montage video of me, you, Chad, and everyone crying to episode nine, and put it at the end of a podcast. But it's gonna be mostly sobbing, me, just say, sobbing. Like I, TJ, the the night when I saw Last Jedi opening night, I cried at least five times. Oh, I cried twice. I cried five at least five times, and still cried the second time I saw it. At least three times. So I'm not ready. Like I'm an emotional mess when I see Star Wars. <laughs> it's not good. It is yeah. nothing you want to be in the room for. I, uh, I I teared up for Solo too, just because of the nostalgic feeling it gave me, the overwhelming nostalgic nostalgic feeling. But I think it's just more tears of joy the fact that I'm seeing a movie that I was so fucking hyped for. Uh, yeah. If anyone was a part of my life during the build-up to Solo, my entire living room is just nothing but Solo because of it. <laughs> uh, but discussion topics for today. Real what? quick, I'm going yes. to try to flex on you real quick. Did you get all the Denny's trading cards? I didn't get all the Denny's cards. I did. I have the entire Solo line of toys. <laughs> well, I have the Therm Scissor Punch trading card, so fuck you. <laughs> That's just because it's the best Star Wars name ever. Ever. Ever, ever. <laughs> F- fucking therm scissor punch <laughs> doesn't get better than that, baby. Therm so. scissor punch. I love that name. <laughs> I also went to Denny's to eat that blaster fire burger like eight times. Was it good? It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> and I shat napalm for weeks because of it. <laughs> so. Moving forward, what type of Star Wars movie do you want to see after Episode Nine? I'm going to answer this real quick. Uh, I want to see a genre change. I want to see it take place in a galaxy far, far away, but like have what they're doing with the television shows, uh, focused around characters like a spy thriller or uh, bounty hunters or stuff like that. Stuff you mean like the MCU does? Like uh, the DCEU does with. Uh, <laughs> You say that with a straight face. No, you say I'm not. that with a straight face. The only genre movies in the DCEU are fucking Zack Snyder movies. Like that's all that is. So, <laughs> I love it. Uh, Listen, the Hall of Heroes Wednesdays. But you guys get what I'm <laughs> what I'm saying. What about you, Jared? I want, I want more of the uh, mystical side. I want more. I I, I know. Excuse me, I am so congested now. <laughs> I know, because my allergies get so fucked up because of Pennsylvania weather, because it's spring one day, winter the next, back to spring, then it's winter for a week, and now I can't fucking breathe. Um, <laughs> so pardon me. But, I mean, I know this is everybody's answer. I just really want an Old Republic trilogy. Yes. Or not even a trilogy. Just as many movies as it takes to make it. You know, I just I want that. It doesn't need to like follow the games or anything. Just that era. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care if they recanonize Revan and Bastila and Malik and all that. I would like them to. I would like them to. But you know, as long as I get that era, and I get to see an army of Jedi charging and an army of Sith, I'm a happy boy. Okay. Uh, will Kylo Ren and Rey be the current generations Vader and Luke? No, I don't think so either. Be- because they're their own characters; they're mm-hmm. not supposed to be. Will they be icons similar to that? Yes, I think they already are. But 
they're not Luke and Vader because Luke and Vader are Luke and Vader. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not supposed to fill that role. Are they like the iconic hero and villain rivalry? Yeah. But they're not like, you know, Luke Skywalker, the farm boy from Tatooine, who, you know, found out that his father was a Jedi and went out to uh, to live up to his father's legacy and avenge his father and his mentor. And, oh, no, Vader's his father and he saves his father from the dark side. Like that, that, that dynamic is exclusive to them. Yeah. And that's why I think Ray and Con- and, and, you know, Raylo, um, this is why I think Raylo would make their, would make the Ray and Kylo Ren, like mythology and pop culture, all the more interesting. Yeah. Is course. because like, okay, Luke and Vader had that really beautiful. I want to kill you. I want to kill you. You're my father. I want to help you. Yeah. Or if it's Ray and Kylo Ren, it's Ray. I want to kill you. Kylo is I want to be with you. Eventually, Ray gets to I want to be with you, and then they help each other through the issues that each of them have while saving the galaxy. Okay, that is such a beautiful story opportunity that I think would solidify them as the icons for this generation. Okay, so uh, I. I don't think that this generation is going to look back and remember Ray and Kylo the way that we look back and see Vader and Luke just because Vader and Luke were such a long part of pop culture. And I feel like Vader, and Luke, are, think it'd, it'd Vader and Luke are still going to be revered as those type of people. Yeah. and I, But there's also a part of that's just like it's old, so it's good. Mm-hmm. And that's not to take anything away from like Vader and Luke. Like they're iconic characters for a reason. But there's also a lot of like, hey, this is the old thing, so it's the best thing there. Yeah. So I, I, they're going to win that by default. And I don't think they're I don't think I don't think they're on the same playing field because I don't think they're playing the same fucking sport. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't think they belong on the same level because it's a different dynamic completely. But uh my nine-year-old says Raylo is stupid and will fight you. Well, <laughs> with respect to your young, <laughs> she will be I, listening to this. So you go for the uh, throat because she will go right back at you and I will record a segment just for it. She was so fired up when I told her that you think that's real. She spent 10 to 15 minutes just arguing to, to herself about about this. She's like, this just doesn't make sense. And people who think about this like this are stupid. She's like, I just don't understand. They're bad. They're good. They don't get along. Just because they got together in one scene doesn't mean that they are in love. <laughs> she was just well, going you're, on you're, and You're on right. And you're on. right, kiddo. It doesn't mean that they're not. It doesn't mean that they are in love. And I don't think they are in love. But I think they do like each other a lot. And I think moving forward, Ray is going to help Kylo be good again. And then once he's a good guy again and he shows her that he's a good guy for real, then they might get together. And there's a lot of really complicated themes that I don't think I feel qualified or <laughs> explaining to a nine year old here. Um, you know, there, there's a lot to unpack with Raylo. Uh-huh. And uh, I think it's a little above her pay grade. Well, she'll still fight you about it, Jerry. I know she'll still fight me because she's her father's. She's her father's <laughs> daughter. 
<laughs> She's very passionate about these things. So the next one is also to cater to you. Do we need HD remakes yes. as old Star Wars games? Yes. <laughs> and I want them to remake the worst Star Wars game first. I want an HD Obi-Wan, god damn it. Yeah. Uh, I, want, I want an I want Unreal Engine 4 uh, pod shit, racing game. 4K. I want to replay. Like, keep everything. Like, even make, even keep the shit graphics. Just in <laughs> HD. I keep the terrible voice acting and the horrible level design and the awful camera. Keep it all just HD. That's all I want. <laughs> hello, hello. Do you understand my language? Keep all of it. <laughs> all of it. But seriously, uh, I'd like to see uh, Force Unleashed redone in a modern engine uh, podcast, uh, not podcast, pod racing. Uh, both pod racing games, uh, and maybe just maybe episode three redone in HD. Yes, unironically, I would like to see the Revenge of the Sith game get remastered. I would. I was going to say that as like an actual answer because no one. I don't. <coughs> I don't even think they could do anything with Obi Wan because I'm pretty sure everybody involved in that game is like dissolved at this point. Yes. Um. But yes. So that I want that. Moving like away from bit. Star Wars for our next stuff. Uh, Jared, future Why? cosplay. Because this shows also to highlight our friendship and to highlight how good we are. Yeah. And we both are, um, are, are the big guys in Dubak. And I feel like it's our duty as the fans to, to inform them of uh, upcoming stuff. And I feel like this is a part of the show that we should incorporate every once in a while. I, I like that. Um, future cosplay stuff for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not found the time or the resources to do it yet. Um, but the, f- I really, really, really want to build the Arkham Knight bat suit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always wanted to cosplay Batman and, um, I- I'm going to do it eventually. And I want, I, that is like one of my, like, I need to get that suit built. Um, and yeah, that's my big one. Um, I have all of the stuff except the claws to do like out of costume Wolverine. Like when he's just kind of like in civilian clothes. Um, That'd be cool. And once once I lose the weight, which I'm really working on doing, uh, I want to cosplay Spider-Man as well. Um, I want to be do that new red and black outfit he has in in uh, Far From Home mm-hmm. really badly. And once I lose the weight to fit my ass in one of those tight spandex suits, I'm going to be flipping around this motherfucker. I'm going to take you to horror conventions with me dressed up as a camp counselor. <laughs> I got my cosplay, guys. I'm part of the horror community now. We're good. Yeah. I also <laughs> do want to cosplay Pennywise, though. That'd be cool. I've been told by Alexis I am not allowed to. Uh, that'll get into my uh, my answer to this. Is I have three cosplays. Uh, my current one is Friday the 13th Part 3, alternate ending Nightmare Jason, the Stan Winston design hood. But I ordered... An unmasked Jason Stan Winston design, full face mask, full latex. So you get to see the gruesome face of Jason Voorhees, full part three. So I take off the mask and there's something even fucking grosser underneath. Uh, I'm working on a Halloween 8 battle damage Michael Myers. Uh, custom paint job done by Bad Mask Studios. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, he's also going to be weathering my coveralls, putting some stabs in them, you know. Some blood effects and some heavy weathering. Also, got a Strangers Pray at Night Man in the Mask cosplay coming. 
Uh, ordered that from Horror School Studios, and uh, I won the suit on eBay. It's like a vintage 90s suit. It's going to look great. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, but yeah, I got to try to get a new axe with a wooden handle, more authentic looking. And that'll probably be it. So I'll have Nightmare on Mash, Jason, Halloween 8, Michael, and Stranger's Bright Night, Man on the Mask. Uh, all done with it. That's awesome. Yes. Those are going to be my three cosplays that I'll do probably from now and forever. I don't think really I want to do anything else is those three because I perfect. I want to perfect them all. Uh, I The cool thing is is that my boots work for all three cosplays, the ones that I bought. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so... So convenient. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't don't hurt yourself and start trying to cosplay Kylo Ren because that shit is a fucking pain. Oh, I could imagine. Uh, it's bad enough with the full latex hoods and wearing them. No, I'm not even talking about like the costumes itself, or not talking about wearing it. Mm-hmm. But like when they when they change a costume, that shit fucking hurts a lot. <laughs> like, I got That's so true. excited with those leaked images of Kylo's outfit. And then realized that they are just different enough that I would have to get another tunic. <laughs> yes. And I need to find a way to like have an attachable hood on my cape because mm-hmm. I'm not buying another cape. Yes. And just find a way to put a hood on that cape or at the very least just make a fucking hood and tuck it under. Mm-hmm. Like I know no <laughs> no not another leather cape yeah they're not going to change my movies on me so yeah, yeah you're lucky <laughs> so future hopes and dreams for Dubak, baby uh pretty much i'm just going to keep expanding i'm going to keep growing once bantha babble gets running up we're going to really start focusing on the four the four podcasts uh the what the four podcasts so, no that's not what you said what did i say you said four potty casts. Potty casts? Four potty casts. <laughs> I'm a nut. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to focus oh on the four God. potty casts. And. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Oh my so God. we're going to focus on that. And uh, I'm going to grow my horror brand a little bit more, as I should, because I, I am fully, which will segue into our next one, but because I fully uh, uh, trust Jared on running the whole do back side of things. The. The discussion, Star Wars type stuff. Uh, I'm completely okay with letting you have the reins while I'm out doing the the horror stuff, and that's goes into the Jared appreciation time. Uh oh. Is uh uh oh. <laughs> I'm getting fired. <laughs> you're not getting fired. <laughs> I just <It's> over. <laughs> this is the fact that you're that I'm able to step back and focus on something else, and you and you take the reins and still produce content while I'm gone. I just I really appreciate that, man. Uh, it's nice being no, able to trust pleasure. someone and having someone to do that uh, content where I'm not able to. Uh, it's cool, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate all the hard work you put in to do back, man. I'm very happy to, man. Thank you for giving me a platform to do this kind of work on. For sure. But what would you like to see do back become uh, in a broader scope? I, just, I want my biggest vision for do back is for it to be a brand. Okay. I want do I want the do back discussion network to be its own brand. I want there to be a name recognition and um you know it's like with that's one of the reasons why I'm so psychotic about getting merch out. It's <laughs> because like our merch is lit you, though. Like it's Our merch is lit. We also need a Hall of Heroes shirt. Yes. Like that's just the 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 logo. Um 
same way there is for Dubak and Gore. And it should just say the illustrious on the front and then say the Hall of Heroes podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. simple. You just have like text that says the illustrious, illustrious. and then like the logo art. Yes. That's just, um, that was good. I like it. I like it. It's like that one meme of Will Smith whenever YouTube Rewind came out, like, oh, that's hot. That's hot. Um, yes. But yeah, no, I want Dubak to be a brand and I want it to be something that people can immediately go, oh, hey, that's that band of dorks that is really loud and really out of control. And I like them because of their candor. And, um, you know, like I said, I want Dubak to be a brand. I want it to be a place where, like, all of nerddom yes. intersects. Yes. And there's like a there's like a a spirit of like we're just all so fucking sweaty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, like using the terminology of the late John Schnapp, like everyone is just sweaty as fuck. I I just have this really funny vision of us like having like this really shitty office somewhere. And just meet you and Chad sitting back to back. You're like, you cover that Netflix story yet? And we just turn it around and like hand you fucking papers and stuff. And Chad just be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and he's like, we got to do a podcast in an hour. And Jared's like, I got a fucking headache. I need to nap. <laughs> just, just, just so much stuff. Fucking Matt's in the corner. He's like, where are me tacos? Like, it's just going, <laughs> shit's going off. <laughs> Joe Gallo and Emily's taking pictures in the corner. They don't know what the fuck is going on. I mean, Wes is just over there shit talking people. He probably shouldn't lose on his sponsors. I mean, it's just taking shots at everyone today just because Wes decided to take a piss in the middle of the podcast yesterday and bring his mic with him <laughs> and flush the toilet. Is so funny. I was like reading the, the plot rundown right of this movie. And it's like a serious episode. Our sponsor's on and everything. And he's like, all of a sudden, you just hear like a guy, a guy pissing. I thought water was running. I was like, what the, what is that noise? And you just hear him like start pissing. And then like it starts to drain off like someone's pissing. And then the toilet flushes. He's like, hey, hey, sorry, guys. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? You just pissed on the podcast. So real quick. Yes. We're going to get political for a second. Yes. Just because I had a good idea on Twitter today. Do it. Okay. I have a movie pitch. Does it pertain to the shadow picture? The what? The shadow picture. Which shadow picture? Oh, no, 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 no. Not that I want to make that, that a movie one. poster and put it in my bedroom. I, it needs to be because that's fucking chilling. The only shadow that should be cast that is that intimidating is Darth fucking Vader. <laughs> no, um, Donald J. Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Someone do one of those edits where they like take scenes of Vader and put Trump audio in. <laughs> it needs to have like some sort of like Your big tagline above. Like conjure up the stolen plans or find the rebel base Lord Vader. <laughs> You're a very low IQ, low energy individual. I <laughs> and the rebels will pay for it. <laughs> You're gonna be a Death Star. It'll be a beautiful Death Star. It'll be big. It'll be made out of beautiful big Durasteel, and Alderaan's gonna pay for it. <laughs> trust me, they will. <laughs> trust, trust me, they will. 
That's where the hands are going. It's just trying to like mind trick everyone into believing the bullshit. Yeah, I'll work with um, Tim and we'll get that picture made into a movie poster. <laughs> but no, what I was saying, <laughs> what I was thinking was because I don't know if you've seen me do this on Twitter. Like, I love making fun of QAnon mm-hmm. on Twitter so fucking much because yesterday I made a joke on Twitter that I think QAnon and Donald Trump are run by this. I think I think Donald Trump is QAnon because like they literally tweet the same exact way and like within seconds of a of a Trump tweet there's like an 18 tweet QAnon reply. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I think I'm like I think it's Trump. Like I think QAnon is Trump. I think Trump is leading his own Trump cult. Like Trump is the president of his own fucking fan club. And I was like, well, wouldn't that be funny if it, if it was actually the same person? Mm. Like if it, like like Trump was like it was like Trump was QAnon, and then I was reading it, and then like there was another tweet, and like a bunch of people losing their shit because the man will toilet tweet and ruin the news cycle for a week. And <laughs> I was like, what if like someone like kind of like American History X almost, where it's like. Like we're gonna take the crazy people, but like deliberately tell their story like they're the hero, and do that with like a crazy fucking alt right Trump supporter. Yes, not like a normal person Trump supporter. Like I disagree with you, but you arrived at this conclusion, and I don't necessarily agree with how you got here. But like you're not doing it in bad faith. Like there's certain things you you have to to answer questions about. You and other people. Like, I know other people who like I like I think they're ass backwards politically, mm-hmm. but I know they're not a bad person. I'm talking about like the fucking Looney Tunes who oh, love this. The Proud Boys. The, the Proud Boys. <laughs> the, the fucking Proud Boys scare the shit out of me. Some like, liberals scare the shit out of me too. The violent. Okay, ones. but the Proud Boys are crazy. As so are Antifa. Okay, we're not doing no, this. I we're mean, not. We don't no, need no, to monetize. No, 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 no. I don't mean, I don't mean <laughs> like a radical level. I don't mean on like a radical level. I just mean like as like a, on a person level. The Proud Boys are crazy as fuck. Oh yeah. I mean, independent of politics, they are scary as shit. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. If your initiation ceremony involves getting jumped, I'm fucking out. Right. No, thank you. No, that is some crazy cult shit, and that's what I'm talking about. I don't. They could be the most peace, love, and you know, hug your mother kind of fucking group. The second it turns into okay, and if you're gonna join, we have to beat the shit out of you for you to join. Nope, I'm good. I'm out. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Next. <sighs> um, thank you. Next. Did you? But, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you're ridiculous with these pop culture shit. Uh, but. But no, no, no. Here's my movie pitch. You take like some like really like you just take like a QAnon kind of like incel Trump supporter and like and again, I'm not talking like a normal person Trump supporter. I'm talking like the I watch nothing but Sargon of Akkad, Black Pigeon Speaks, like all of the fucking crazy Internet alt-right people. That is his pop culture diet. Like. Hi, I I hate feminism enough that I want to help tank the Captain Marvel reviews. That kind of person. And make a movie that follows them and like makes them think that they are the underdog, even though their political party is in charge. And like tell that story where he's the hero from his perspective and make the audience just want to put their fucking face in a blender. 
because it's like only told from that person's perspective and their point of view. Mm -hmm. So like everything that is even like slightly left of center Mm -hmm. is evil from that person's perspective and like truly get in the mind of like the crazed Trump supporter. Like not a normal person, not somebody who's able to go. Yeah, he's kind of crazy, but like the kind of person who's like, he's fucking nuts. And that's what I love about him. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's my movie pitch. That's my elevator pitch. And I want, I, I want to see that. I want to see that as a movie. I'd be okay with that. But that is all that we have for today. Uh, <laughs> we try not to get into that. One day we'll do a political podcast. And oh. I assure you people, it will be a shit show. You'll be able to smell the winds of shit from miles away. Uh, that is a Trailer Park Boys reference. If anybody gets that. Uh, yeah, but that is your host. T- also, you know what? Fuck it. You know, you guys know about the fucking podcast network by now. If you're listening. Uh <laughs> Don't even need to do promos. also, also, yes. also, also, also buy Raylo merch. Yes, buy, buy Raylo merch. merch. Get Raylo trash and put it on a shirt. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do yourself a fucking favor. Get a Raylo shirt. Get a Raylo hoodie. Get a Raylo crew neck. Get a Raylo tank top. Get a Raylo phone case. Get a Raylo sticker. Get a Raylo coffee mug, which somebody already did. Thank you very much. <laughs> get yourself a Raylo laptop case because <laughs> you need one. the balance. <laughs> I'm a shill. <laughs> you and I'm a money grubbing, dollar worshiping whore. Okay, especially like, when it's my own brand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you will buy it whether you like it or not, and I will love yeah. the fact that you're buying Man- it. Mandatory fucking fun, everybody. Get yeah. a goddamn Raylo shirt. <laughs> oh God, I'm ordering two tonight. So. Oh, they're on sale. I know. Yeah, do it now. <laughs> Before the sale runs out. Yeah. Then you just have to wait for like the monthly T public sale. Yes. So uh, that'll be all for me today. Uh, it's TJ Bowser signing off. Jared. And this is Jared, the Dark Jedi. Be sure to check out all of the lovely shows in the Dubek Discussion Podcast Network. You got your Gorn Moore Horror Movie Club podcast. You got <laughs> you're listening to this right now. So you know what this is. And you got Hall of Heroes, which is this, but comic book movies. Yes. With um, Spence, Spence a host Spence. who is much better at keeping me under control. Because um, <laughs> he doesn't feed me the way you do. And that's the problem. <laughs> it's, it's not a Spencer problem. Is inherently, <laughs> Spencer is inherently good at just like without even saying a word, making me realize I need to stand down. <laughs> you will say something that gets me going even more. And that's what's dangerous. That's what produces good content, though. It makes you turn into Alex Jones for a second, and then you're just like, <laughs> ah! Nerdy Alex Jones. <laughs> oh, fucking Willie's gonna love that reference so much. He's gonna listen to it and be like, ah! Did you see, did you see any of the Alex Jones Joe Rogan interview? Yes, I've seen it everywhere. <laughs> it's incredible. All right, so I'm a little fucking retarded. <laughs> I almost, I almost pissed my pants. I fell off of my couch. I was laughing so hard. This is what I aspire to be. I, <laughs> well, also, my favorite part was whenever he was like, he was like trying to like slowly walk back the whole Sandy Hook thing from a few years ago. Mm-hmm. 
He's like, I never, I never said that the Sandy Hook families were fake. I never said that. I never said that the Sandy Hook families were fake. I did for a while, but I don't anymore. And I'm really freaked out by the fact that I could do a really good Alex Jones impression. And I'm just now finding it out. It's almost Richard Nixon, but it's Alex Jones. Okay, buddy. <laughs> this got way off Star Wars real quick. Oh, I love you. Thanks for coming on another episode. Better than putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' womp rats gay. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Do you gay. understand that? Turn the friggin' frogs gay. Serious crap. Gay. Frogs friggin' frogs. It's not funny. I'm gonna say it real slow for you. Frogs. for you.